Alright, so this is take like 20 or so, and I would like to hear some opinions on this, whether I'm right or wrong about this, but I'm on a couple dating websites, and the first thing that always seems to strike me about uh, these ladies' profiles is 90% of the time, there's always a picture of them in some sort of swimwear. No joke. That or they're like working out or something in the most skimpiest thing possible. Now, I'm a guy. Alright? It's normal. But if I'm trying to find someone that, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with, the last thing I want is for them to be like, oh, look at me. You know, to me that's like, well, see what I got you know, you should enjoy, but I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but at least for me, the last thing I'm trying to look for in the opposite sex is not a picture of them, you know, half naked. I would rather have pictures of them, you know, being normal, being, you know, out there, you know, just being themselves rather than trying to be something they want the other sex to want, you know? So, may, someone please explain this to me. I just, I don't get it because when I see that, I, I swipe, was it swipe left, I guess, or hit X? It, to me, that just, I don't know. It, it's one of my pet peeves as of late. Welcome to the Nerd and Geek Section Podcast. Finally, I got through that ramble of a mess. So, how's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's staying in, staying safe. So, since I've been in quarantine, uh, one of the things I've been trying to do is I've been trying to clean up the basement a bit. And it's been, it, it needs done it's something that I've been putting off for, well, ever since I've been here. And so I'm trying to rectify that. And I started with my podcast area. There was a nice art desk down here. And it had all sorts of, like, art supplies. And it was dirty and it was all... It just looked nasty. Had some kind of paint on it that wasn't necessarily like dry and was getting all over the place so I finally cleaned it up and everything and I turned it into my little podcast area and so far I'm pretty happy about it uh, I kind of themed it around the Haunted Mansion and I don't know if many of you know what the Haunted Mansion is I hope you don't know it for that Eddie Murphy <laughs> movie that came out a while back that was horrible um disney should definitely feel embarrassed by that one but um so you know i have uh some pops for those that don't know what pops are they're like little you know figures and they come in all sorts of different sizes now and so i got my i got my haunted mansion pop collection there and I also have these ghost jars. They're really, really cool. 
Uh, let me grab one real quick. And they, they basically look like these old old jars that have been around for a while. And the whole premise is, is you have a ghost from the Haunted Mansion inside of this jar. The cool thing about it is if you press the top... And while it's doing that, it lights up in the middle and it projects the ghost that you basically purchased. So this one is my, uh, it's the Hatbox Ghost. For those who don't know what the Hatbox Ghost is, is he was a ghost that was originally supposed to be in the Haunted Mansion ride at when it first was open and they couldn't get the effect to work. I don't know if you heard that, but the the jar laughed because I set it down. If it gets any kind of like mo motion or movement, it starts laughing, and it's it's supposed to laugh also when it was in its original packaging as well. But the Hatbox Ghost is a ghost who loses his head and it goes into a hat a hat box because back in the day. You know, it's not like us going to Lids or Target or, you know, you know, a store to buy a hat. You don't just like get it off the shelf. What you do, what the what they did was they would buy a hat back in the day, and you could wear it home if you want, but they'll put it in a box, a round box that's meant for the hat, and so he carries this hat box around, but his head appears in the hat box. It's really cool. I, I, it, uh, they couldn't get the effect to work when the ride originally opened in Disneyland, but now over at Disneyland, they have a working hat box ghost. And I highly recommend you checking out that effect. At least it, it, you can find it anywhere on the internet. You can do the ride through, or there should be some gif pictures of the hat box ghost doing that effect. It's really cool. So I have all these jars. I have the hat box ghost. Uh, I have Constant Hatchaway, who is the bride in uh, the mansion. She's had she had three husbands, and somehow they all disappeared, and she got their inheritance. Hmm. <laughs> and then I have the uh, I have. Gus, Ezra, and Phineas, and they are the uh, the traveling ghosts who usually appear at the end of the ride. That you, that one of them might come home with you. At least that's what it used to say. So I have those jars up there. I have a uh, a tiki melting wax kind of thing to make everything smell all nice and good. Um, I have a bunch of uh, Disney World smells and wax, like one I have right now is uh, Japan. It's an it and it basically smells like clean linens. A blow way of putting it. And then uh, below all that, I have uh, my my Stitch Pop collection that I really love. 
I really need more of them. Uh, my favorite is it's uh, Stitch with Ducks, and he's reading the Ugly Duckling book, and all these ducks are just kind of looking over him, re reading as well. And then I have a uh, a painting, well, a replica painting of uh, Pluto, Goofy, and Donald as the hat as the uh, the ghosts from uh, the mansion as well that I really love, and it's signed by uh, Greg McCullough, who originally did that painting, and it, it's. He's one of my favorite art, uh, Disney artists. Just absolutely love him. So, and then I, I have a uh, big, huge mouse pad that's all, all on the way of two pictures that I took um, when my family and I went to Disney last Halloween and got some really good pictures of the Haunted Mansion. So I'll show that later. But I'm going to put, I got a couple pictures of all this. I'm going to put them all up on the Twits. And so you guys, if you want to see it, you can. So with that being said, I want to move on to some news. Because there has been, just uh, the past couple days, there's been some interesting news. And I want to start with uh, one that was announced today, is that Sony is pushing back Morbius and the new Ghostbusters movie into 2021. I don't know how I feel about that. I know that I, I know the reason why they're doing it is so that it can actually make money in theaters. Those two movies cost a lot of money, and I have a feeling they feel it, they won't recoup that if they do what other movies are doing right now with coming out, you know, early on demand, rent it, buy it, that sort of thing. So that that really that really kind of depressed me, but what are you gonna do? As of right now, Morbius is coming out March nineteenth, and Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out March fifth. So we're looking at first of the year for both of these, and I, I find it surprising that they're kind of keeping them pretty close together. They're supposed to come out roughly around the same time as well, so. So I guess we'll see. 2021, I wish you could come a lot sooner than what you're at right now. And the other news is a big Marvel one, in my opinion. This has been something that I've been kind of waiting to hear for a while now. For those that don't know, Kevin Feige and Marvel themselves brought in Keanu Reeves because they really want him in the Marvel Universe in some capacity. And the big rumor was was that he was going to possibly play Adam Warlock. For those who don't know, Adam Warlock was kind of introduced at the very end of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So there's been this rumor that that's probably what he picked, but they wanted his opinion on what he wanted to play. So, with that being said, there's all sorts of good characters that he could play that's still readily available. Wolverine was even thrown out. I don't know how I would feel with him 
playing Wolverine when Hugh Jackman and him are roughly around the same age. You might as well just have Hugh Jackman play Wolverine at that point. And it's you know that's the other rumor is that Marvel just wants Hugh Jackman as Wolverine back as well. So to me, Wolverine's out. So there's one character that one superhero that I grew up with that I love, and he's already been in the movies. Okay, someone has already portrayed him, and. Might as well go ahead and get into the rumor. With Doctor Strange 2 coming out, you know, next year, the big rumor is, you know, it's going to finally open the multiverse. With that being said, there's been, you know, a lot of things said that Robert Downey Jr. wants to come back as Iron Man because Doctor Doolittle did really bad. I don't understand why just because one movie failed of his that all of a sudden he wants to come back as Iron Man, especially when he wanted his character killed off. So, but because of Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is supposed to be dealing with the multiverse. It's also supposed to be one of the first horror genre for Marvel. Now, we don't know how far Marvel will go with this. It's go it has to stay PG-13, at least with this. But, I mean, it could go R. I don't know. I, I don't think they can afford Doctor Strange an R rating. But, what the multiverse can bring in is more of the... I'm going to say crazy part of Marvel... More of, you know, more like Doctor Strange, like the mi Doctor Strange, the mystic part, the the cool, uh, sp not spiritual, but um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but something like Ghost Rider could be brought in. And that is the rumor, is that Keanu Reeves will be cameoing in Doctor Strange 2 as Ghost Rider. And it's not the new one that they've had in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're talking the good one, and at least in my opinion, Johnny Blaze. To me, Keanu Reeves fits that character perfectly. Now, don't 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 get me wrong. I'm probably going to get yelled at for this, but I like the I like the other two Ghost Rider movies. The first one was okay, but the second one to me was perfect. I really liked it. I thought Nick Cage played a really crazy Johnny Blaze, especially in the second one. In the first one, I think it was more directoral than anything, but we got to see Crazy Nick in Ghost Rider: uh, Spirits of Vengeance. I think that's what it was called, but the second one. And I and I really liked it. To bring him into the Marvel Universe that we know and love, we can't really have that kind of Ghost Rider. We need we need the Johnny Blaze. We need we need someone who, you know, can can go a little crazy, kinda like, you know, John Wick style, but Ghost Rider. And I think 
Keanu Reeves is would be perfect. I really, really, really hope this happens. I really do. And I'm going to keep it on Marvel Rumors still with Spider-Man 3 so far is not being delayed at all whatsoever. It's still supposed to come out next year. There's been all sorts of rumors that um, Charlie Cox is going to be coming back to play Daredevil and, you know, be his, uh, be Peter Parker's uh, lawyer. Because, you know, everything could just kind of got blown up at the end of uh, Far From Home. So, but another rumor came out today that there is, there's already going to be a She-Hulk uh, TV series on Disney+. Plus. We don't know when it's going to happen, but according to everything, Mark Ruffalo has signed on to be in the She-Hulk TV series. The, the rumor now is we're not going to have Daredevil representing Spider-Man. We are going to have She-Hulk representing Spider-Man. I don't know how I feel about all this. I would much rather have Daredevil because I really like the Netflix Daredevil. I really did. I think I hated that it got canceled. The reason it got canceled was because Disney Plus. But uh, I'm hoping that we can have Daredevil, you know, back as uh, you know, Spider uh, Man, Peter Parker's <laughs> lawyer. I, I gotta love word tongues. So, but well, She Hulk could be cool. It would be a great way to also bring her into uh, the whole Marvel Universe and not just the TV show. But, like I said, I would much rather have Daredevil than She-Hulk. But that's me. So, that's the end of the rumor mill, at least for today. You know, we gotta take it as with a grain of salt, but at least with the Keanu Reeves one, uh, the guy who uh, basically talked about it he predicted a lot of other stuff i can't name it off the top of my head because you know i do the show off the cuff i don't really i have some notes in front of me but if you saw my notes you would be like what so um so yeah that's the end of the rumor mill um i hope all i hope a lot of it comes true and from what I said from the last episode, when I had my daughter on, I would uh, talk to you guys about some of the movies that have kind of come out because of this virus that is out there. And so I want to go through a couple of the movies that I have watched that I do want to recommend. And I honestly, I really don't have any movies that I would say, no, don't bother getting. Uh, a lot of these have been really, really good, and I've actually been surprised because the box office really wasn't showing it because some of these were already in, at the box office. And I honestly don't think, uh, you know, people were, you know, it was being represented like how it should be. So let me go ahead and talk to you about a couple of these. The biggest one that I was 
unsure about, and I mean unsure, was uh, Vin Diesel and Bloodshot. I absolutely had no idea about this. I didn't hear anything good or bad beforehand. I think this is one of those movies that wasn't screened before, you know, everybody was able to review it uh, on, what is it? Um, if I can get it, get the pop up, it's not telling me, but, uh, with Voodoo, one of the things, it's not Rotten Tomatoes, it's another one of those sites that kind of, you know, takes a bunch of the reviews from, uh, a lot of the, well, reviewers, and, you know, puts it all together, and it has a 29%, okay, but on Voodoo, it has, it has a pretty straight four stars, and I agree. Bloodshot is based off a uh, a comic book, uh, I believe from Valiant, and it is impressive. The special effects in it are just phenomenal. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it it's really really good. Uh, the, the premise of the movie is, uh, Ray Garrison played by Vin Diesel. Uh, he's a soldier who was basically killed in action and he is brought back to life as bloodshot from the RST corporation. And he basically, I don't want to say he becomes a superhero because that's not his goal. He is, um... He, he has he has a mission a own his own personal mission and he is getting revenge for that mission so it this is one of those movies where I, I I can't say too much because I don't want to ruin it but basically he has like these nanobites that are his blood his bloodstream and anything that gets destroyed if he loses an arm these nanites basically rebuild everything it's 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 really really cool uh so i if if you like you know over the top bloody action movies bloodshot is just absolutely perfect it really is. It it was a lot of fun to watch, and I I was surprised. I was very hesitant when I when I bought this movie because usually I only buy movies when I am a hundred percent sure that you know I'm going to like it. So I bought this one off a whim, and I I loved it. It's really good. If if you know you if you're a fan of Vin Diesel get it if you like superhero movies that are um just ultra kind of gory <laughs> like Deadpool you know this is it basically take Deadpool but take uh take out the humor a blunt way of putting it it very good I I highly recommend it it has Vin Diesel in it Guy Pierce, and Guy Pierce does a very good job it, I'm I'm never surprised with him. His his stuff is always solid. Another movie that I watched was Ford versus Ferrari. That has Matt Damon and Chris, uh, Christian Bale. 
And that that movie was a lot of fun as well. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Ferrari basically kind of laughed at Ford when they wanted to compete against them. And this is when Ford was just literally pumping out cars just for profit, for, you know, just, you know, just because they could. It's like they can make a slight change and they would market it as the best, best vehicle ever. And when in reality, it might not have been. So Ford versus Ferrari is this, you know, good guy, you know, let's beat, you know, Ferrari and all this. And it it has Matt Damon and Christian Bale. What I they're they're both good, you know. So that's a movie I recommend. I no complaints with that. My mom even liked it. Um and then I'll talk I'll talk about one more and it's the one I watched today and it's called uh The Way Back. It has Ben Affleck in it and I am for those who know me, I'm not a Ben I'm not a Ben Affleck fan at all whatsoever. I I I think his acting is weird. I think sometimes he's over the top, he tries too hard. But in this I feel like the movie also represents himself as well because with the whole Batman situation, that didn't go too well for him. And I feel like this movie is also his way back to being an actor, so to speak. But the whole premise of this movie is uh, he plays a uh, guy named Jack Cunningham who has for the past year just it's been the worst year of his life he he has lost things he and he doesn't know how to cope with with it all his depression is super high he drinks he's he he's he is a drunk and he gets this chance to coach his alma mater in high school and the way he kind of deals with everything you know he it's his way he's he, it's his way back and he doesn't realize how much he needed to coach how much he needed to be around these kids how much he needed to be around even the school it is a fantastic movie one of my favorite genres of movies is like basketball like these basketball you know series like i love hoosiers and this has kind of a hoosier vibe so maybe if you're not a ben affleck fan give this one a shot if you're not into basketball so much, there is other a lot of other stuff going on. Um, in a way, the basketball... I, I wish that there was actually a little bit more basketball in it, to be honest. It's probably maybe one-third of this story for ben, for ben Affleck. I keep wanting to call him Ban. Um, but I, 
I really did like this movie, and I'm really glad that I purchased it because it's definitely going to be one of those movies I'll probably watch again. So, sorry, I'm looking to see what my dog's doing. I don't think he likes me doing this podcast stuff. I've made him a nice little bed right beside me, but he's everywhere but there. (laughs) So, I don't know. So, those movies, I, I really did not have any bad ones. I really haven't. On the next uh, on the next episode, I'll talk about Zombie Double Tap, uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, um, and probably a couple others. But you know, I've been watching I've been watching my Vudu, which is you know, it's a uh, it's not a streaming service, so don't don't think that it is. It does have some free stuff on it, and actually some of it is actually pretty good. You know, you can watch some free movies on there. Um, but, uh, like for example, right now they have hook, they have happy feet. You could watch, uh, leverage the TV show. Um, supposedly their voodoo original Mr. Mom is really good. And for all you ladies who are definitely not listening to this, probably they have magic Mike XXL on there right now. Free to watch, free to watch. I think they got advertisements in there, but I mean, it's free. So, go for it. So, raise your hand if you have Netflix, and I hope this doesn't autoplay. I really hope it doesn't. Okay, it's not. Because I brought up Netflix so I could see what all I've <laughs> watched. Um, but if you have Netflix, I could probably, without a doubt, say that you have watched Tiger King. That stuff was insane. Now, here's the interesting thing. And I'm going to type this up into Google real quick. Because... uh, Because... Where I live, I'm really close to Zanesville, Ohio. I mean, we're talking about 15, 20 minutes up the road. Okay? Just right down 40. And they mentioned in Tiger King, in a couple of the episodes, about what happened in Zanesville. And ended up there were someone owned, you know, some tigers. And they got loose. And I remember hearing on the TV that, you know, all these tigers are loose. And if you're within, you know, 15, 20 miles around this, you know, stay indoors. And I remember uh, us not being able to leave the house or anything because of these animals out there. And I live, I live out in the back in the woods. So you can guarantee I wasn't going anywhere. So, this show, this show really hit home to me because because of that event. It's insane that you know the the higher percentage of these animals being owned by your next door neighbor is legal. It's insane. I, it's like 
you know, I'm watching this and I'm having all these conflicting feelings about what's going on. It's like one minute I'm I'm on the side of Joe Exotic because at least his animals were in much bigger pens than uh, Carol Baskins, where I'm looking at Carol Baskins and she's got these tigers that could barely fit in these cages. And it it was like it was breaking my heart and she's trying to do the good thing I'm thinking no you're not if you're at least gonna have them like this make it so that they can run around so I, I had all these conflicting issues with with that show and a shout out to my buddy George who I'm gonna have on here um, with me soon again <laughs> He told me to watch it, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I hop in bed, and I, and instead of watching YouTube like I kind of usually do to try to unwind and getting you know ready for bed, I'm I st- I I'm like, okay, I'll pu- I'll put this on. If I fall asleep, I fall asleep, no big deal. One of the first scenes, and for those who don't know, I am highly afraid of snakes. There are two things in this world I cannot stand. One is needles. The second are snakes. I'll explain. My dad and I, we just we just decided to put up a tent out when I was real young outside of the house. And we're getting ready to hop in uh, the tent, get ready for bed. And I get into my sleeping bag and I felt something. And it was moving, and it was, oh my gosh, it, I jumped out so fast, my dad dumped whatever was in the, uh, my sleeping bag outside, and it was a snake. Now, I'm gonna be honest, the snake wasn't that big, it was just a gardener snake, but to, I believe I was, I was either six or seven at the time, that scared me to death and ever since then it's snakes are a no-no so like i said george tells me to watch this and he all first thing they're carrying out this big huge snake you know i mean this thing is (laughs) i can't i can't describe it 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 was it was huge it was so big and I'm trying to hide, use my hand, to, you know, in front of the TV, and it's not working. And every time I think the scene is done, it's not. And I'm looking at, oh, oh my gosh, I turned it off right then and there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then I knew next when I was gonna start watching it that uh, I would have to skip it a bit, but um. So yeah, that was that was my introduction to that show and I told I wrote on Facebook to him. I was like, "Dude, why didn't you tell me we're going to 1v1 in Destiny? It's on." <laughs> so we 1v1 today. I don't think it was because of that, but he he surprised me in a 1v1 where um our supers and everything were uh, amplified called mayhem 
And at first he was beating me pretty good because he was using a super that is really hard to deal with, I'll admit. Um, but I came back, I won, I felt good, even though I was yelling at him <laughs> the first like couple minutes. So, anyways, so you know, I with this tire king, it was I. <laughs> my feels just kept going it was pulled every which way it's like one minute i'm pulling for uh joe exotic next minute it's like i'm pulling for carol baskin but you know and then we find out you know carol baskin has a dark past and you know then there's this other guy that basically is running a (laughs) a cult and has like three wives and who knows how many girlfriends and it it's it makes you appreciate the life that you have that I'm glad I have a little you know six pound chihuahua uh, and not a 900 pound cat so but I, I do I do recommend do, do recommend this show I mean it's obvious it's like it's number one. It says at least right now in front of me, it's the number one uh, on Netflix right now. So it's kind of hard to, you know, say you know don't watch it. Um, but then um, to move on from Tiger King, uh, Ozark came out. And I would say I, I feel that a lot of people don't know that it's out, but last I saw it was number two. Yeah, yeah, it's number two on Netflix, at least in the U.S. So this season, season three of Ozark, it just <laughs> I kept I kept on just you know wanting to just yell at uh, the mom the the way that she wanted to proceed in season three i'm just like you guys have been through this much so far now you want to do what <laughs> that, that that will throw up red flags everywhere and of course it did and her brother comes into the picture and you just know the, the first time you get introduced to the brother i actually applauded I mean, what what he did in his, his first scene, I agree with 100%. The school system needs to do that a lot more often. So, I finished Ozark yesterday. And uh, I finished Tiger King also yesterday. Um, and bo- both of them, I mean, it's a reason why they're number one and two. If you have not watched Ozark yet, watch it. It is very good. Ozark reminds me a lot of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, to me, was one of the first TV shows that just kind of... It was just so different than everything. I know we've had shows where we're rooting for the anti-hero. But, in a way, you're really rooting for the villain. And it's the same with Ozark. Ozark is the same formula, just as good. So if you re- if you liked Breaking Bad, check out Ozark. Ozark is great. I loved it. 
it is definitely one of those shows that I, I hope Netflix keeps going, but doesn't overstep its stay. I feel I was I was thinking that this season might be the last, but if they end it here, I they can't. They have to have a season four. And I'm hoping they do one more season. I think one more season, finish it up good. And we got a really great show. So that's my net Netflix watch. I don't know what I'm going to watch next. I'm probably going to still watch uh, what I still have on uh, Vudu. Um, there are a couple shows on here that I am interested in. One is uh, called The Platform. It is it's a foreign movie because uh, it was being dubbed when I was... Uh, watching the trailer for it so um let me hit details see where um well it doesn't really say it just says international thriller um but to me it has uh, a vibe of uh the movie cube don't know if any of you have seen that but the cube is it's very cool they put prisoners in this um basically facility where they end up in a like a cube just uh, you know walls all around and depending on which way they go it's either going to be life or death either you know life being you know coming out alive or death the room was a trap so i love cube cube 2 was really good cube 3 it was okay but um so yeah I, I plan on watching the platform sooner or later. I really like those types of movies. So, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to the Nerd and Geek Section podcast. I really appreciate it. I know some of you have come back because I am seeing viewership on here, uh, getting somewhat of an audience. So, please go out, recommend this show. Uh, everything you need to know in order to get in contact with me is going to be in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening and please stay inside. I, I know it's, I know it's hard right now, but if you do go out, be safe, you know, try to try to stay away from people more than like, you know, eight feet. I know the recommended is six, you know, go a bit farther than that. I mean, today I went to Kroger and for the first time, I was actually kind of nervous being out, and I've been out other times, but this was the first time I actually felt pretty nervous going out just trying to buy food. So, if you can, stay inside. If not, be safe, be careful, mind other people. Some people are, you know, some don't take this too seriously, and I saw that today. I saw a couple families just, you know, they didn't care about boundaries. And that really bugged me. So, you know, be mindful of everything if you can. I am Mace, and thank you for listening. Take care.